Yevamotav Pezayin, the last thing we were discussing was uh, the knas that Ezra, the punishment that Ezra placed on the Levim, that they don't get the Maser anymore, and that the heads, the Shotrim, are not going to be from Shevet Levi anymore, they're going to be from Ibn Israel. With that, we are starting the Mishnah Dafkan Pei Vav Amud Bet. We're about uh, six lines from the bottom where it says Mishnah, Bat Israel. Bat Israel, Shani Set the Kohen, Bat Israel was married to Kohen, Tochal Bitruma, she could eat Teruma. Met Vela Himenu Ben, if her husband died, the Kohen died, and she has a son from that Kohen, that son is a Kohen, Tochal Bitruma, she could eat because of the, her son. And we learned earlier in the Masechet, and we will, and again, we'll learn a few times in Shas that the idea is that when a Kohen marries a woman, she becomes his Kenyan. If she has a child, we learned out of Limud, that if he has a child, the woman can continue eating even after her husband died. Niset Levi, but let's say after her husband died, she married a Levi to have a Maser. She can now eat Maser, but not Truma. Met Velahemenoben. If uh, he dies, the, uh, the Levi, and he has a Ben, to have a Maser, she could eat from the Maser because of her son was a Levi, but she can't eat Teruma because she has a child who's a Zar itself Teruma because this uh, Levi child can't eat Maser. Niset le Israel lo tochalo betruma velo bemaser. Once she she gets married a third time, she can't eat anything. Met velahem enoben. Now the Israel passes away and she has a son. So now she has a son from a kohen levi. Israel lo tochalo betruma velo bemaser. She can't eat anything. Met benabis me Israel. Now her son from Israel passes away. Tochal bemaser. She can go back to eating maser like a levi. So now the son, after that, uh, the son of the Levi passes away. She can now go back to eating a Truma. Her son from a Kohen passes away. Then she goes back to where she started from. She's a regular Israelite. She shouldn't be able to eat anything. Now we're on page Zion Amud Aleph on the top. Bat Kohen Shenisset Israel, A Bat Kohen who is married to Israel. Lo tochal b'truma, she can't eat truma. Met velahemen oben. If he passes away and she has a child who is Israel also, lo tochal b'truma. But afterwards, Nisset Levi tochal b'maser. Once she married Levi, she can eat maser. Met velahemen oben tochal b'maser. If the, the husband dies, the Levi now dies, but she has a son who from him was a Levi, she's allowed to eat Maser um, because of her son Levi. Now, she can now even eat Teruma. If, if this Kohen now, that her third husband was a Kohen, passes away and, he, and she has a son from him, she could eat Teruma because of this son who's a Kohen. Met bena mi kohen, but if the son from a kohen passes away, lot ochabitruma, she can't eat teruma anymore. And now she goes back to being a levi. Met bena mi levi, lot ochabimaser, she can't even eat maser anymore. Met bena mi Israel, hozet le betavia, she's now back to being a kohen by her father's house. Valzone mar, veshav al betavia, kinorea, melechamavia, tochel, that she's allowed to start eating teruma all over again. So now the Gemara is going to go back on the first part of our Mishnah where it says about Israel married a Kohen and, she, and he died. She has a son from him. She's allowed to eat Now she marries a Levi 
And she has a son from him. She could eat ma'aser, uh, but she can't eat truma. She now became a zar uh, when it, uh, in regards to the truma. So now the Gemara asks, Met benami levi. Tochal bitruma. Can she go back to eating teruma? Because she has a son who's a, who's a kohen. Dehadra ve'achla mishum bena menalan. A lady who is not allowed because she got married to someone else and now she uh, that person died and now she wants to come back and eat because of her son. It means her son's making her kosher. Where did we learn that from? Amar bi'aba amarav bat ubat. It says in one pasuk, Ubat Kohen Kiti al Mena Gusha Vizrainla, Bishaval Beta Viha Kin Uramil Hamavetokal if uh Ubat if a bat and if a bat kohen uh, for whatever reason she leaves her husband and she comes back to her father, she could eat uh, the regular Truma again. And it said Ubat. Why did it say Ubat? We're coming to add that not only that she goes back to her father's house when she doesn't have a zera, rather she could go back to eating teruma because of her son, even though she at one point was a zara because of her husband was a levi. Keman, where did we learn that extra vav from? Rabbi Akiva was doresh vavs that extra vavs in other places. So you have to say it's like him. but the gemara says no. It, it, not just Rabbi Akiva, you could even say uh, Rabbanan. Why? Kula Ubat Keraitra, that whole Ubat Kohen, that those two words, Ubat Kohen, are extra. Yetera, why? The Pasuk before it says Ubat Kohen, it's talking about Ubat Kohen. Then why the next Pasuk have to say Ubat Kohen again? Just say Vechit Yel Ishzar. Why do I have that extra Ubat Kohen? Also, even according to Rabbanan, it's coming to teach me. That if she comes back, if her husband Levi passes away and uh, she has a son from the Kohen, she could go back to eating Kohen food. Tan Rabbanan. She hozeret, she, when she goes back to her father's house, and hozeret le truma, she could go back and she could eat truma regular. Ve'ena hozeret le hazeve shok. She can't eat uh, kodashim already on a higher level, which is matnot keuna. Amarav Hasda, Maravina, Bashila, Mekera, Harano from which Pasuk, it says he betrumata kodashim lotochel. Now it could have said he bekodashim lotochel. Why do you have that extra teruma? To teach us that there are there is some woman, another lady, she, that even though she eats kodashim, which is teruma, but muramina kodashim, but muramina kodashim, which is the haze and shok, lotochel, she can eat it. Who is that lady? The lady who was married to someone else, got divorced, or Amana, and she comes back to her father's house. Now, Rav Nachman Amar he could you could learn from the pasuk straight up. It says Milechem Aviha Tochel, Milechem Velo Kolechem. He learns it from the extra mem. Not every lechem, uh, not uh, everything she could eat. Some stuff. What is it? What are we taking out? Prat lehazeva shok. Maybe it means that her father can't null, uh, nullify her vows, like he like he did before she was married. Maybe we could say we could come and we could come and be doresh that a lady who passes away she has no child she goes back to her father and he could uh, he could nullify her her vows the way he did uh, before she was married. And the Yudva explains a little bit better. We can learn from the extra mem, milechem v'lo kolechem, that the, the father can't force his daughter to eat his bread if she swore she's not going to eat the bread. 
We're learning that once uh, she, once she, uh, once she got, uh, they got divorced from her husband, she, her father has no shaykhut to her whatsoever. Amar we already have a brayta. We don't need your pasuk, and we can just see that since she left her father's house, that uh, she's not uh, ever coming back for vows. So it's not shayach. Why the tanada berabishmael v'neder almanagusha yakum alea matamud lomar v'halom mutzamik lalav. She's already left her father when she got married to, the, to, to her husband. And she left her husband when he died or when he divorced her. Of course that her, uh, whatever vow she made stands. There's no one to say no. We're coming to teach you that if the father gave his daughter who's engaged to uh, the shilihim, the messengers of the Baal, to take it to get married, or or the messengers of the father sent the daughter to uh, the shiluhaya Baal, to the messengers of the husband of Amelah, and on, I guess on the way, or Nidgasha, she got uh, she got uh, divorced, she became an almana on the way before she even got to the Baal. What what, what, am I, what is she considered when it comes to Nidarim? Bet avia shelzo or bet baala shelzo. Is she considered still by her father or is she considered by her husband? Ela pasuk says v'neder almanagusha yakum alei lomalecha kevan shetsa shachat mishutav. The minute she left her father, enoyachol shuv enoyachol leafer. That said, he lost his chance to to nullify vows. Rav Safra Amar. Rav Safra wants to. He learns the 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 the, the, the source of the of the brayta. She doesn't go back to Hazev Ashok, uh, Hazev Ashok from the Pasuk Milechem Avia Tochel, Lechem Velo Basar. Basar is, uh, is Hazen Shok, Lechem is Teruma. Rav Papa Amar Milechem Avia Tochel, from her father's bed she should eat. Lechem Hakanui Leavia, the bread that is been given to her father, Prat Lechazev Ashok, Dimshulhan Gavoa Kazahu. Teruma is their personal thing. It's their personal food. Hazer and Shok, it's not, it doesn't belong to the Kohanim. It belongs to Kadosh Baruch Hu. It was leftovers from the Mizbech and they could eat it. The Rava Amar, he learns it from here. When, when they're itach, bizman she itach. But once, once she got married and she left, she doesn't come back to eat the Hazer and Shok. When she comes back to her father, and she doesn't come back to Hazar Veshok. However, Ibat Yisrael was married to Kohen, had a son, now the, her husband dies, and she marries someone else. And now that someone else who's Israel passes away, and she's now with her son who's uh, Kohen. She comes back to eat Troma Bishvil Bena. She even goes back to eating Hazen Shok because of her son. So now Rav Mordechai heard this, went and told this to Rav How did you learn this? From which pasuk? From the extra ubat that was written? Who says that the lady who goes back because of her son, she could eat Hazen Shok, why is she better than the lady who goes back to her father and she doesn't get to eat Hazev Ashok? Meaning, where did you learn this from? So the Gemara explains, Hatam by Ibat Kohen goes back to her father, Ketive Me'ute. This psukim that knock it out, uh, as we just said before. 
Israel who goes back because of her son, there's no psukim knocking it out, therefore she could go back and eat Hazeh Veshok. So now the Gemara goes back to the Mishnah, Bat Kohen, she Nisat Yisrael, when she comes back, she eats, but if she's pregnant, engaged, or Shomeret Yabam, she is not. And Tanura Banan, where Doresh the Pasuk, Bat Kohen Kitiyeh, Almanah Gosha Vezera'im, she doesn't have a child, Veshava El Bet Aviyah Kino'oreah, Min Lechem Aviyat Ochel. So the Gemara's Doresh, Veshava El Bet Aviyah, she comes back, Veshava El Bet Aviyah, she comes back to her father's house, Prat, Come and exclude the Shomeret Yabam who's still connected. She's not totally backed by her father. Same where she was when she was in Nara. Prat I mean, if she's pregnant, then she doesn't eat the truma. So the Gemara asks, why do I need this? Uh, why do I need this uh, drasha? I could learn it out of a kalva homer. In the place where she got married to Israel. And he, uh, she has a child. He passes away. She marries a second guy. And the second guy uh, passes away without any children. She needs Yibum. And still, Asa Ubar Keyalud. And if she's pregnant, she would be Patur from Yibum. Meaning, in this case, the Ubar from the second marriage would be stronger than the, the actual child from the first marriage. Because he's going to be Potter from a Yibum. In a case where the child from the first uh, marriage is be, is just like a child from the second marriage, and he's posela from teruma, that means if this uh, lady was married to a Israel, she had a child, then she got married and he passed away. She married a second man without children, and she and he passed away. Uh, she can't go back to teruma. Because she has a child from the first one. And of course, if she's pregnant, she shouldn't be able to eat teruma. So here, you don't need that, that whole kinoreya. Uh, you have a kalva homer. Like my answer is, look, you don't need it. You can't use the kalva homer. Because you could break that kalva homer. Yeah, but yibum, we made metim. That if the, the child died after the husband passed away, She's not Yibum. We did a mit kehayim, like as if he's alive, right? I mean, even though the child died after his father passed away, still the mother doesn't need Yibum. It's as if he's still alive. Naasa ubar keyalud. But if the mother was pregnant, it's as if the child was already born and she doesn't have to get a Yibum. By, by truma, they did not say that a live child, uh, that a dead child is like a live child. Meaning, once that child passed away, she doesn't eat. Uh, she doesn't eat truma if she was married to a coin, or she doesn't go. Back, she now goes back home to eat truma by her father if she was a bat kohenet. So they're really, really different cases. Therefore, I need the kinorah to teach me that a meoberet does not go back home to eat by her father. I have to write kinorah to take away meoberet. I need the vizra enla to take away. If she has children, she doesn't go back. Why do I need both of them? If you would have only told me vizra enla, me'ikara, because 
uh, originally she when she came when she was by her father's house she was only one uh, body now she's two bodies her and her son she's pregnant she used to be one body now she's still one body maybe she could go back and eat therefore I need to teach me that a meoberet doesn't eat if it only told me to teach me meoberet only she doesn't go back to her father in the beginning she was an empty body now she's a full body in the beginning she was an empty body now she's an empty body and okay so she has a boy who cares maybe she's still not pasul maybe she goes back to her father and she eats therefore I need both now before we mentioned that uh, we saw that metim are like a hayim if a child dies after his father died the mother doesn't have to do yibum but in regards to Terumah, if she's about to sell married to Kohen, she can't uh, eat Terumah anymore once her son dies. And if she's a bat Kohen, she cannot go back to her father to eat Terumah. Let's not make the dead child who passed away after his father passed away, like a, like a living child. Mikal Vahomer. And say we learn out of Kalva Homer. In the case of Teruma, where the child from the first uh, husband is like uh, is like uh, the child of a second husband, meaning she can't, if she's about Kohen, she can't go to uh, her father to eat Teruma. And still, Lo Asa Metim Kehayim, and he did not make that dead child. Like after his father passed away, it didn't do anything. She still gets to go back to her father and eat Makom In a case where the the, the 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 child from the first husband is not like a child from the second husband to be potera from yibum, meaning if her second husband passes away without any children, even if she has children from another marriage, she still needs yibum. And of course, we should say. That the metim, the child who are dead, are going to be like as if they're alive. Meaning, if the children die after he dies, and uh, without any children, she's hayav yibum. So in a lot of words, let's learn out of a kalva homer, that if the son dies after his father, she should be able to do yibum. The yibum should be done. Tamud lomar, shalom. Meaning once she was mutar to the shuk, she's going to be mutar to the shuk. We're not going to say, well, now your son died, you are hayav yibum. We're going to make, we're going to bring back uh, old uh, relationships and you're hayav. Why? Because if her husband sees that she has to go get a halitza now, her, her new husband, her second husband, he's going to find her disgusting. And they're going to start fighting. That's the way Rashi and the Me'iri explain, the Rishonim explain. She might have to divorce the second husband, and then people will start talking about children uh, that she had, and and so on and so forth. Again, the Torah's ways are ways of peace. And there's no noam, there's no shalom. There's going to be a lot of fighting, there's going to be yelling, there's going to be screaming, there's going to say. You rather have to say, when it says ben en lob, it's talking about bishat mita, 
if he doesn't, if, if the child dies afterwards, well, then she's she never once she's patur from yibum, she's patur from yibum. So while they already had it, now Rav Yehuda Midaskerta asks Rava again a different question. Let's make the metim a child who is passed away, like he's the for life the anyan teruma. And, 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 and we'll explain like this. Here's the Kalva Homer. Means if she has a child from the first uh, marriage and her second husband passes away without children, it doesn't go after her, it goes after the husband, and therefore she needs a Yibum. Even if that child passes away, she doesn't need a Yibum from her first uh, husband. Makom in the case of truma she asavalad min rishon kevalad min asheni leposlam in truma in a case where she has a child from the first husband and the second husband passed away without children she still can't eat truma and odin she asemetim kahayim we should uh, we should make the metim that if her children die after her husband passed away she shouldn't be able to go back to eat by her father we should say that as if they're alive. We look at her as if where she is right now. Does she have children? No, that's it. She's allowed to eat. Now, Rav Yehuda Midaskarta asks the third question. Let's make that child from the first husband like this, like the child from the second husband. If a child is passed away, the mother's allowed to go eat teruma. He's not like as if he's alive. And still, and still, as long as she has a child, she can't go back to eat. In the case of Yibum, she asametim kehayim la'anyan Yibum. That even if a child dies, it's still as kind of alive and the, and the wife doesn't need to do Yibum. And no din shina asa valad minarishon kivalad minasheni. You should learn kalva homer Yibum and teruma from Yibum and say that if he has a child from the first, uh, uh, from the first uh, husband, she shouldn't have to get Yibum. Tamud lomar uben en lo, veha en lo. The second one didn't have. We go after the husband, not the wife. Okay, so now he asks the fourth question. Shouldn't we make the child from the first husband like the child from the second husband, the truma? Like, why? From a kavahomer, why? In regards to yibum, that if she has a child from the first husband and he passes away after the first husband passed away, it's as if he's alive to be able to do Yibum and still lo asa valad min harishon ke valad min asheni batad valad from the rishon that a child from her first marriage cannot be poter her from a Yibum from her from the second marriage makom in a case of truma she lo asa metim ke hayim la'anyan teruma it did not say that a child who passed away is alive and now she can't uh, and she can't eat teruma opposite she can't let go eat teruma now and no din. All the more so, all the more so that we should not say that the child from the first marriage is like the second marriage. And that's it. If she got married a second time and her husband passed away, even if she has a, a child from the first marriage, we'll make believe it doesn't count. And she's allowed to go back and eat. We go after her. 
She has a child from the first husband, therefore she doesn't eat. We are now starting the 10th parak of Ye'bamot, Ha'isha she'halach ba'ala limdinat ha'yam. A lady whose husband went out to see, and one ayat came to her and told her that your husband died. Met ba'alech. Then he said that she got married another person. Ve'harkach ba'ala, and all of a sudden her husband shows up, ha'chamim, find her. What's the find? Tetzeh mizeh mizeh. She's going to get, she has to get divorced from both of them, even though it wasn't their fault, but no. So once we're being lenient with her, um, with that she's allowed to get married only with one ayed, therefore we're gonna we're gonna also be mahmir on her. We're just gonna scare her off and tell her, hey, this is what's gonna happen to you. Number one, tetzem you're gonna get divorced from both. Utsricha get and you need the divorce from both of them. And we'll explain why the second one also. Ve'en laktuba, she doesn't get a ktuba. Ve'lo perot, and not the perot of everything. Means if her husband ate from the food, she doesn't get that paid back. Ve'lo mezonot, and if she borrowed money to eat, she does, her husband doesn't have to pay it back. Ve'lo belaot. Clothing that she brought to the marriage doesn't have to pay, she doesn't get back. from neither one. if she took any of the stuff, and from anyone, tahzir. And the is from both, and the Gemara explain that uh, from the first husband, he's midrabanan. If they're Kohanim, they cannot bury her. She's not, they're not, they're not wife. And neither of them are her husband in a sense where they're, if she made money, it's not theirs. If they, if she found something, it's not theirs. If she made a vow, she, they can't nullify it. If she was a Israeli, she can't marry Kohen. She's a Zona Bat Levi. She can't even eat me Namaser. Ubat Kohen, she's pasul even from Teruma. I mean, Teruma, ve'en Yoshin shel ze, ve'yoshin shel ze, Yoshin ketubata. Her kids from either husband don't uh, are not Yoresh. They don't get to inherit her ketuba money. She passed away. They don't get that money. Ve'im metu. Both husbands pass away. Achiv shel ze, achiv shel ze, holtsin ve'lomayabin. They can't even do a yibum. They only get to do a halitza. Rabbi Yossi Omer, no. Ketubata anichseb ala rishon. She still gets a ketuba from her husband, first husband. Rabbi Lazar Omer. Harishon is her completely her husband. He could uh, anything she finds is his. Any money she made is his. She, he can nullify her vow. If she gets a yibum from the first husband's brother, she's poter the tzara. Co-wife doesn't even have to get a halitza. And, uh, and uh, from the first husband. If he was with her after they uh, after that whole situation, the child is not a mamzer. Now again, all this is if she got uh, married with uh, one aid and betin's permission. Ve'imni said shelo b'shut means she had two aidim and that's like a hundred percent stamp muteret lachzola. She's allowed to go back to her, uh, to her first husband. There we give her the I guess the title of an anusa, not her fault. Now, Niset Alpi Betin, she went with one ayat, she went to Betin, Betin gave her a whole uh, proclamation that she's, she could get married, and then the husband came back, Tetzeh, she has to leave from her husband, Ufturam in a korban, she doesn't have to give a korban, because if someone uh, listened to the rabbi, he doesn't have to give a korban. Lo Niset Alpi Betin, Use the betin. She had two idim. Tetzev hayevet korban. She has to give a korban. Yafekoh betin she potramina korban. The power of betin that is poter from giving a korban. Horua betin linase betin gave her permission to go get married. Valchavikil kilan. She went with another person. She didn't get married. Hayevet korban. And then her husband came back. She would have to give a korban as a shogeg. Sheloi tirua elalinase. They only gave her permission to get married, not to go be do whatever you want uh, as a zona. So now the Gemara asks. 
דקטנה ספה ניסת שלא ברשות מותרת לחזור לו. Sefa said that if she got married uh, without permission, she's allowed, go, she's allowed to go back to her first husband. We understood it. She had at least Aidim. So would we understood the Resha? What do we learn with uh, Alma? So what do we understand from all this? We believe one Neiman. We also understand, we learned. We, are, we allow a lady to get married even if it's an Aed saying in the name of another Aed. We trust an Isha in the name of another Isha. Alma, what do you understand from all this? We believe one Aed. And we also have a saying. We learned. But if you require it. Mehman, we do believe uh, that Aidehad. Alma Aidehad Mehman. So we see that Aidehad is Neeman. But now the Gemara asks, Midoraita Minalan, how do we know that Midoraita Aidehad Neeman? Because we all know it's always two Aidim. We need two Aidim. So the explains, the Tanya Oho Dailav Hatato, Viloshi Du'u Ahirim. If a person understood on his own that he has that he did a mistake, then he has to give a, a Korban Hatat. But if other people have to tell him, he doesn't have to give a Korban Hatat. Even when other people told him and he didn't say it's not true, he's just quiet. Maybe he should be patur. Maybe patur. Talmud lomar, oh, die, love. Mikol makom. Comes to teach me that just the fact that he knows about it, he has to give a korban hatat. What we, what's that case talking about? If two people came and he, sang, and he didn't say anything against them, karala mali, well, I need a pasuk. It's obvious. We're talking about one ayed. And when you don't argue with him, that means we believe the one ayed. We see that one ayed is believed. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.